0: welcome to our special KPCW fabulous <laughs> film panel uh, one of the many topics we'll be discussing. Well, I, I, actually, we, we don't know yet how cats will do at the Razzies. Oh. Because the Razzies <laughs> They Awards have
1: been nominated in, in, in several categories. categories. Several yes.
0: categories. But, uh, but we're here to discuss It's a super-duper uh, uh, panel discussion because the end of Sundance came so close to the, the presentation of the Oscars that we decided to do a show. Just- to kind of take it's a on. combo deal. A combo, two yes. for, one. Two two for one. one. This town loves their two
2: for one, so we <laughs> yes. would we figured we would combo both Sundance <laughs> and the
0: Oscars yes. in one yeah. fabulous film. And lineup. shorten the amount of torture you go through. Yes. <laughs> we're here with we're here with KPCW's esteemed program director, and he, and my, who is my thank you. co-host for for one of the shows on the first Sundance weekend, John Burdick. Hello, and and we're here with two of our esteemed. Friday film reviewers. Uh, Introduce uh, yourselves. Yeah, the, 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 Barbara Brettz, who, who was
1: not afraid to review Cats. That's Thank that. you very much. She yes, liked. I heard she that. Liked. It was
0: a fun...
3: <laughs> <laughs> mm. Well, once you've seen it, how hard could it be to review it? <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, this is Libby, Libby. Wadman yes. and a shout out to my friends in Maryland who are listening.
0: All right. Uh, okay. Yes, worldwide yeah. at kpcw.org. We're world famous in Park City, to, to paraphrase yes. Mel Brooks. So uh, are we going to kick it off with uh, our uh, lovely uh, festive of the 2020 uh, uh, Sundance, the Film the 2020 festivals? Sundance, and I must say, looking at the the big the big winner at Sundance and the big winner at the Oscars, it was it was just a good award season for Koreans. Yes, yeah, uh, uh, mm-hmm. with the uh, uh, with the film uh, Nambira, which was uh, uh, I think uh, one of those films that took a grand jury and also uh, an audience award. I think.
2: Yeah, let me look it up here and see yep. exactly what it got. Minari Grand uh, Jury Prize Award. And also, I think they, we got some people picking it. Yeah, it the was audience. Yeah. The audience, yes. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it did, uh, it took down two. And then, uh, of course, Parasite, which I'm sure you guys will talk about. Oh. Uh, yeah. And uh, and I, of course, had yeah, to run out and rent it. But when, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about when that we'll later. will
0: slide over to the Oscars. Right. But, uh, uh, in terms of... Uh, uh, what uh, what you saw John, I mean you, you saw uh, stuff. So, uh, yeah, I, saw, I saw a lot of you the... You d- screeners and e- had e- things like that and, and sort of what uh, what popped what, out at you? Uh,
2: well, I mean what popped out at me, I guess on the highs would be probably Crip Camp. I don't know how many of you saw uh, Crip Camp but uh, um, on our Sunday show, if you go back and listen to the podcast, we got to interview the director and it was something, uh, it was uh, Nicole uh, Newham and... Uh, jim labrack jim being both the star of the show and the director and just a pretty powerful individual. I mean, just listening and talking to him and about his journey and uh, getting all of his, uh, I don't know if it was 18 millimeter or 16 millimeter home films into yeah. this, and uh, then talking to them about how much footage they had. And then they reached out, um, quick synopsis being the Crip Camp, which is a, a camp that had been converted in the 60s uh, to allow all of these people that had. Uh, um, multiple uh, a lot of physical yeah handicaps. a lot of physical handicaps but uh, d- basically uh, one of the comments that I made to him was in this film you can see that it was camp I don't mm. know I went to yeah. camp and uh, everybody it was you go know, you're playing uh, you're playing baseball, or they had baseball games where they had uh, the assistants helping them on the bases. You had love affairs throughout the whole camp.
3: Well, and, and it was in the day and age before we got so hyper protective of yes. everyone,
1: well, you know. Well, and not just that, but I think in a school environment, there were also a lot less opportunities, and they were a lot more isolated as a population, so this was one of oh, the yeah, first definitely. times
3: they could really hang out like the kids that they were. But it was also, I mean, that was great to see, but I... I remember the ADA, the American with Disabilities Act, coming in, I had no clue what the history of it was. These are the guys that got that going. The
1: activism, the ground roots activism, which was a theme in this one, in Us Kids, the survivors from Parkland, you know, the activism that they have played with registering voters and starting these organizations all around the country. But this benefited so many people. And I like to see
2: how Sundance incorporates what's really going on. Like you mentioned, Parkland and and these films and showing, like, the history of of where these active students came from, and mm-hmm. then uh, echoing that in the films that they picked for the series. So, I, I mean, I, that's one of the things that I always take my hat off to Sundance is their ability to get onto the pulse of what uh, people are talking about, either at the end of last year or what they see as ideas or concepts that will be a good discussion material or, or people really want to yeah. Well, and there the... has
1: been legislation enacted because of some of those documentaries. Uh, Blackfish was one mm-hmm. that Totally impacted SeaWorld and their ability yes. to operate with the yeah. killer whales. Um, the one about plastic China, I mean, impacted us for better, for worse, because it embarrassed China in showing the pickers out there picking the plastics. And now they refuse to take some of our unclean plastic. So in turn, it's going to force us to shape up with our inv- Environmental views as well. So mm. a lot of these docs have lasting impact.
0: Yeah. And what, uh, Barbara? What what popped out uh, uh, during this year's Sundance experience for you?
1: Um, you know, the experience in general, I think, was really solid. I think I saw more really good films than I'd seen. I didn't really see anything that just, I felt like, oh. was a waste of time. Well, oh, well except I've, for one. <laughs> yeah. okay, except we for to one. one. Okay, what
0: was that one? Oh, uh,
1: omniboat. Sorry, uh, Robert Redford. I know your grandson was part of this project, but right. that was too. It was called Omniboat, a fast boat fantasia or okay. something like that. I, I believe the premise was there were like 15 different directors that all got to direct a mini film involving a speedboat, but I can tell you that I knew I had to leave after the first First hour. Ooh. I knew I was going to miss Ooh, something anyway. Hours. The first five minutes of the film involved a jacked up pickup being in love with a speedboat and they were courting each other by loud honks Aww. that then had English subtitles. That was the first few minutes of the <laughs> Not film. Sure I would have lasted an it, hour. It, no, if it continued I would have got up and left then. Fortunately things quieted down. I was able to close my eyes, take a snooze. I woke up after about 20 Minutes and there had been a young woman who had been arrested for making love to the speedboat. I closed my eyes again and I woke up at 4:15 when somebody else tripped over my backpack leaving the theater. So that was my bad news. Yeah.
2: but you got a
0: good nap in. Right? I yeah. did good get nap. a good so nap that's in. Good. But so
1: that was my bad
0: standout. Well, that, well that's an interesting one. Well, when you see the, the uh, movies, when you when you kind of drowsing, drowsing and falling into sleep, and you say. Did that movie happen, or did I dream that? (laughs) I
1: talked to two people later in the week who did sit for the two hours and said, because I knew Robert Redford played a role in this film, so I'm only going by hearsay, but evidently he was the voice of the animated dolphin with a six-pack that later jumped into the speedboat at some point during the film. Okay, That's I'm all I to know. i going say,
2: you have now made this more interesting, <laughs> right. I think, than, than <laughs> yeah. the film
0: itself well, was. Well, good luck
1: with that one. Well, Paul,
0: yeah. if, Paul Newman with the, can, if Paul Newman can be the voice of a car, mm-hmm. I guess Robert Redford can voice a dolphin. A chiseled animated <laughs> yeah, dolphin. That yes. sounds
3: like that goes with the Sundance film from a few years back um, about the spiral jetty, where the whole theater got up at one time and marched out. And <laughs> we're out there. And, and the guys outside, you know, who are directing people in and out, they're going, is everything okay? We said, no, the film sucks. <laughs> uh, that no, would, it happens. That, it would, that, happen. would,
0: that would make me panic if I was one of the volunteers. that's like, did, did somebody set off a, some bear spray in the field Well, that's something?
3: kind of what they were worried about. But truly, one person got up, and it was like, oh, thank you for doing that. And then we all got up and <laughs> left. Okay, yeah, well, it's a, it
2: only took one. The, the one that I was most disappointed with, I think, on because I saw a lot of great ones— uh, one, uh, The Painter and the Thief, I don't know if you got to see that one. I did.
1: One, I like that. Yeah,
2: I, I really like the narrative style that they did with the documentary. I'm a huge I didn't realize it was
1: though. a documentary exactly. until halfway
2: it was, through. It was like a fiction film, the mm-hmm. way in which, and, and when we interviewed him, when Rick and I got to interview him, I was like. Were the documentary gods just completely shining on you because of all of the events that happened between this art thief that then decides to take the person that stole, the the painter decides to take the person that stole her art and make him a the subject. subject of the next thing. Then, like, a love affair happens between the two of them. He gets in a car accident. I mean, there's just, like, everything. that And it's in real time. Like, mm-hmm. this happened. And... uh And then he crafted it like a fiction film. But the one I I started to say I was most disappointed with was Downhill. Uh,
0: Did you see Downhill?
1: Yeah, I'm reviewing it Friday. Stay tuned. No, go ahead.
0: (laughs) Ooh, interesting. Yeah, the... Barbara, can you give us a quick, uh, uh, a quick uh, well, well having, gonna... having seen the, I'll ask, you, uh, before we go to break, I'll ask Barbara a quick question. Which was more entertaining, the entire film Downhill or Will Ferrell and, and, and Louis Dreyfus presenting at the Oscars? Which one was done better?
1: Um, you know, I kind of have to go with the presentation of the Oscars <laughs> and also finding out that Will Ferrell did get lost while he was out skiing one day and if you know Ischgl resort, it abuts Switzerland. So he took the wrong run, ended up in a little town in Switzerland without money in his pockets, a 3-hour drive away from where he needed to get back to. So he it, look up that on YouTube. That should funny have put that interview in the film, too. it would have been more I mean, oh, interesting. It would have been better. <laughs> okay. Don't
0: know where to go to. Why don't don't you go
3: where fashion sits in Switzerland? Yeah, it That's my
0: Different types who wear a day coat, pants with stripes. A place
1: dared to
0: we Welcome back to the '70s. <laughs> well, you know, the, the disc, yeah, uh, uh, we were just about uh, Barbara was just about to discuss her uh, one of her. Uh, Little, little bit about maybe her her low point. Uh, I, I discussed my low point. And, and your high point.
1: My high point was a total surprise because I didn't really read up on it except for who it starred and that was a promising young woman. And I am begging oh, Katie to bring this to the film series because it is so good. I love Carrie Mulligan. We've seen her grow up here at Sundance. I did not know who her co-star Bo Burnham was until two years ago when he wrote and directed eighth grade. And in doing some research on him, I found out that as a teenager, he went viral on YouTube as a comedian and ended up with a stand-up comedy routine when he was really young, so I wanted to see him as an actor. Now, the two of them, just, it's it's a great story. It's one of those that I can't tell you too much about it, or it'll be a spoiler alert, but it's like Fatal Attraction of the New Millennium, <laughs> and it is so, the story is just very smart and very entertaining. Bo Burnham is so endearing. I just, Highly, highly, highly recommend you see this movie when it comes
0: around. And as for downhill, I, I, I am—I'll be fascinated to hear your upcoming review. But i, I don't know. That I'm fascinated by the by the trailers and the posters that that are trying to disguise as much as possible whether this is a. a a funny drama or a dark comedy It's called a dark comedy Uh
1: and the trailer to me spins it to be a little more funny than it actually is when Uh you see the whole story. Uh It's a remake of a Swedish film called Force Majeure that came out in 2014 and has screened at the film series. The libraries have it, Uh I think, if you want to see it from them. Um, And it was not a comedy in any sense of the Uh word. So I think the reason a lot of people People are disappointed. Is if they really want to see Will Ferrell at Will Ferrell's best, that's not his role in this movie. And I think Louise Dreyfuss, Julie I mean, Louise Dreyfus. I mean, Julie Louise I mean. Dreyfus. I mean, she her she spans the whole gamut. Her timing is comedic, but the situation is really not. Yeah. And so, what Will Ferrell does a good job of in this movie is being just really annoying uh-huh. and unlikable. <laughs> and uh, but that's the way he's supposed to be. Yeah. So I honestly think they did a good job at what they were trying to do. I mean, these directors were not going for a strict dramatic film so I think they've accomplished what they wanted to accomplish I think the more you talk about it maybe the more enlightened you become about it Downhill kind of refers to the marriage situation and what this vacation brings so I highly recommend you see it if you want to see Will Ferrell being silly no he's just annoying
2: I mean the the characters like you say are drawn out in a different way than Mm -hmm. you expect these two actors to be Mm -hmm. But I did not think that the emotional lows or what they were trying to go emotionally for was built up enough, and the comedy wasn't funny enough to make the drama. Uh, yeah, mean no, something. I get
1: that. Yeah, yeah I yeah. totally
3: get that.
0: Yeah, Libby, uh, your your memories of of this festival in terms of what you saw or didn't or did not get to see.
3: Um, I didn't get to see that many movies because the ones I really wanted to see were sold out clear through the end of the festival. Festival when and I had a locals pass. So it, It wasn't like I was the last person getting tickets. Um, And then I couldn't make other movies work timing-wise to get from one theater to the next. Um, But what I did see, Saw Crip Camp, probably my favorite one. I'd have to say probably my lowest one was The Mountains Are a Dream calling to me. And during the Q&A when the director said, um, this was my dream. Um, I've had for many years. I'm going, yeah, and you should have kept it to yourself. (laughs) And all I could think of was, you know, an inside joke is funny to the people who, (laughs) who are on the inside. This was your dream, not our dream, and I, I didn't even get the good scenery I was thinking I'd get because it took place in the Annapurna Mountains. Well, you never really saw them.
0: Oh, so, no, you, the, the other day I dreamed of making a movie about the spiral jetty, where the entire audience would leave.
3: <laughs> yes, there you go. Um, one that was very thought provoking, and I, I had my youngest daughter's in laws with me, and they've never been to a film festival, and they're not big film goers, so this was kind of a new experience for them. And our first film was Horse Girl and it deals with mental illness and it we didn't dislike it but what I found interesting was it's one of those films that you know 30 minutes after it's over it suddenly hits you and you realize what what I really loved about this film was also what I didn't like about it. You're watching it and it's very disorganized and and you feel like you know you should have done something with the story here to, to make it better for the audience, but when you think about it, it's about a woman with mental illness. That's what her mind was like. Yep and and when we started talking about that oh my gosh i I mean the film just started blossoming for for the three of us that was
2: one of the things i noticed in the reasons that i jump or the reason that i jump the same thing the filmmaker took the experience of of, artistic autism Mm -hmm. and brought it to uh cinema in the sense of the auditory experience the visual experience of the film i mean i love the way in which that that style of okay i'm telling the subject matter i'm gonna let the actual film reflect what i'm talking about and yeah. the reason mm-hmm. that i jumped that was i think one of the highlights for me i mean beyond the fact that this book was written by an autistic child and and it, it was an amazing way or insight into autism that is from a, an autistic child
3: yeah well that ended up being probably uh besides crip camp that was probably one of our favorite films because i did get them to several Um, other films okay but
0: Libby what you say about difficulty of getting tickets ties into something that John was just going to talk about
3: yeah I
2: mean as far as the the film this year or the film Sears the 2020 festival this year (laughs) the the vision was not so 2020 you were talking about how there are probably a lot more of the passes sold
1: that was my theory and and I think that because if you're a ticket holder at Eccles they fill up that tent with I don't know three 300, 400 people. And then the overflow waits outside along the sidewalk. Mm -hmm. And I was at at least two films there where the tent was only half full. And that means that's all the tickets that they sold. They must have held back so many places for pass holders. And you did notice them continuing to walk in the theater. And so I think that the availability of tickets for those of us who had packages packages that didn't have the very best time, the selection was just solo and you said this was the first year you had a ticket package yep. I think it might be my last year in 20 I'm years that I buy one my because last eight, two. I would say 8 of the 10 tickets that I um, ended up having to get with my pack were not movies that I really wanted mm-hmm. to see. They were, That was all that was available and I would rather see less movies and try to target a wait list for something I really want to see than burn my tickets for my second, third, fourth, fifth choice. Well, I, or no choice at all. Or no choice at all. <clears throat> the
2: waitlist, list in, in general, I love the app. And my wife and I, we call it playing the game. And so you basically, you're getting ready. It's how fast can you hit the button. And we uh, have been just amazing the last couple of years. Uh, we got one and two. We got four and five. Oh, wow. I almost, I was going for the cycle. I was hitting for the cycle here where I wanted to get the first 10 numbers in all of the, mm-hmm. the and I only missed seven, and eight. I was able to hit, I mean, we've got it down to a timing thing where sometimes we would join together, sometimes we would go uh, individually, and then my cousins came in, and, and so I love doing the wait list. That's what I've done every year. Well,
1: and John, I think if my theory is right, and they are holding back more tickets because they don't want to turn past people away, then ultimately that benefits the wait list oh, definitely. line. definitely. Because then they start filling up, and it's the yeah. people in the wait list then waiting for the movie they really want to see that have the advantage. Well,
2: the other thing that I that uh, was talked about was how town felt less busy this year, and my theory on that was this was one of the first years that I've seen so many films come to us with a Netflix stamp on it already, mm-hmm. or with a a distributor stamp on it already, and I'm thinking that you know they're getting into this, and it's not the festival where these filmmakers are young and they're they're doing you know trying to sell their films. These films are being talked about before the festival once they get picked it's like i want to buy it i don't even need to see it and so those teams didn't show up this year. You didn't have all of the all of the people that were out trying to buy films like you did in the past and, and whatever their entourage of 20, 30 people that have to come with the, the right. film crews or the, the the buying distributors. Well,
3: heck, even Taylor Swift's film, before the festival even started, it was announced it would be on Netflix on that January Friday. 31st yep. before the festival ended. It was like, okay, so why buy a ticket? Right. Well, yeah. even storefront
1: leasing. I mean, I'm not an expert, but I know, for example, the museum always closes down and leases out their space. And this year that didn't happen. And it could be because there's either less demand for renting those storefronts or Skull Candy, some other venues that are outside of Main Street are now open and available And and larger. And I think maybe there was less actual storefront Occupation,
3: you know, by, well, by they Sundance Well, really made things. an effort to keep people off of Main mm-hmm. Street because I know, you know, navigating around, um, I my friends were at the Westgate, and so we used the Westgate shuttle. Well, it could only go up so far. Right. And so we ended up walking around that area, and we never did go all the way up Main mm-hmm. Street. Uh, th- that, that's a shameless plug now for
2: Monday's Mountain Money. Uh, <laughs> Allison Kulo from the historic uh, Main Street uh, Park City Alliance yeah. uh, is going to talk, talk, exactly, talk uh, more to that. They so, lost a
3: lot of money this l-
2: year. Listen to, uh, to the interview on uh, Monday's Mountain Money for the holiday. But mm. um, overall, the Sundance for me, having a package this year, uh, I don't know that I will do it again. I, I think that that I love playing the waitlist game. My, my schedule is always crazy, and so and I live in town so I'm close oh, enough that's to cool. four theaters that I can literally be there within a half an hour without a problem and so we'll look and see what numbers we get and if there's films going on at the Yarrow or what do they call it the Park Avenue mm-hmm. theaters yeah. this year yeah. um, and then the Ray and uh, Holiday Cinema and Eccles That that's within a, a you know a quick
1: now the one advantage us. though is credentials come with your ticket packages so it is good to have a credential you know yeah. sometimes people have extra and you can get one, but I'm going to really focus on some of the off-screen things. That's what I've the always The panel done. discussions at uh, Cinema Cafe and Filmmaker's different things Lodge, like Filmmaker's Lodge. you know Cafe, yeah, yeah, those are free. Some are open to the public. Some you do need a credential. But they're definitely worth checking out. And the, the best
2: part of the credential that I've now started, it's the inside thing, is the VR experience. Yeah. You have to do the VR experience. Mm-hmm. It's the direction, and if you've never seen a film in VR or if you've never seen these experiences, it's worth it just to get the pass for that because that's the direction that cinema's going and listening to those directors talk and listening to the challenges that they have with just even the editing of, of a 360-degree view of a film is, is pretty
1: out there it's amazing
0: can, can yeah can. well we're gonna uh, uh we're gonna uh take a break and we'll, we, when we come back we will slide into the oscars and we'll let uh, me go get my dress on uh, and we'll kind, what we'll kind of what kind of what kind of what kind of we'll kind of, faz- we'll, we'll kind of say uh, say farewell to john a little bit but welcome a new panelist here but john stay with us for a few more minutes and okay. we'll be right back
3: Should
0: Always
2: look on the
0: bright side of life. <laughs> <laughs> Always look on the All life. All
2: right, welcome back to uh, the life. Saturday film channel. Yep. Sorry. Yep, yep. Okay,
0: well. Uh, <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> de- 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 Sorry, we
4: were breaking into a musical number. <laughs> yes. In a studio. yes.
0: Slide that <laughs> down. We don't want to get too cheerful. We still got a half an hour to go. I, I, I want to uh, ask a question to kind of segue us from one topic to another. But uh, uh, you folks remember uh, in uh, during, uh, during the Sundance films, they uh, 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 they uh, introduced uh, all, the, all the films by having somebody from the indigenous program saying, We'd like to acknowledge the We Are okay. was a great so Drive. Idea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but but you uh, for uh, if you remember uh, at the Oscars, Taika YTT did mm-hmm. the same bet. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd like to acknowledge that we're in the ancestral lands of yada yada yada. Did did uh, did some uh, and I what did somebody send out a memo? Or did, they, did the Oscar people steal the idea from Sundance? Or I wonder what... Uh, That's that, interesting. Ho, that I don't is, know. Hollywood stealing ideas no. from No, Sundance. of course not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and, well, and, and, I mean,
4: uh, Taika being... This is, this is Emily Means. Yes. Um, yes, yes, no, <laughs> welcome a new, Emily. A new, a new
0: voice. Uh, <laughs> I mean,
4: Taika is... Uh, he's been at Sundance. Uh, he's been at Sundance before. And, you know, we'll get into this, Rick. Don't worry. I've got notes yeah, for yeah, our yeah. Oscars <laughs> conversation. But um, Taika is, what, the only indigenous filmmaker who was represented at the Oscars? Who also so. declares himself to be
3: the only Jewish Polynesian. Yeah. So. There you
4: go. <laughs> there you go. So I think, um, you know, with that uh, with that responsibility, he felt some sort of, again, responsibility to, yeah. make, to make a statement like that.
3: Well, and it's inclusion without any commitment to anything. I mean... It, it, Face it, the Oscars get nailed every year because they haven't included women directors, they haven't included people People of color. color. So we can include the Native Americans, and it's no, I mean, Sad to say, it's no skin off their back to say a few words. Well,
2: yeah. what was Marlon Brando? Didn't he not show up? And, yeah, and uh, that
0: was yeah. the first his, Native his, his, American his fe- Well, Well, Sasheen Littlefeather, I'm not even sure she was Native American. Uh, well, she
1: was lovely uh, in the outfit.
0: Yes, but. but <laughs> uh, Well, befa- the before we get diverted too much, but well, I, uh, I'm uh, well, just well, going
2: to old Oscars. Yes, I'll let, I'll let, let I, new Oscars uh, come well, in.
0: Well, but let, let's old, uh, old Oscar and new Oscar here. Uh, but uh, the uh, one of the big major news thingies was that the best pitcher went to parasite which not only won it, uh, it may be the first time in not only the first time in history that an international pitcher won uh, but uh, uh, it, it may be the first time that one single picture won two Best Picture awards. That may be the first I want that was say really
1: very best,
3: strange. Katie yeah. Wang National
1: called that, by the way, and that's why she had it on Denver. the schedule at the film series. She really knew that its yeah. chances of winning Best Picture were very
0: good. What you could hear from the audience response anytime it was mentioned, yeah. The, the, the. It,
4: it
3: was a super film.
0: Yeah. yeah. Really did super. We,
4: did we do a film review on Parasite? I can't remember. I don't I think anybody review. did. No. And I, I did yesterday's
3: review, and I considered doing Parasite. But the problem is, I think it's now out of the
4: theater. It right. spent... Well, to, it's, uh, yeah, it'll It's, still, come, it's, it, ma- it's, it's made it'll a re-release. few special appearances, I think, yeah, um, still, during Oscars. It's, it's still
0: for a while at the Redstone, folks. It's still. Oh, the is it still Stone. there? Okay, but it I had be- been there for two weeks, I so ge- I was afraid yeah, it was going to go. I guess it's also at the Red Bots.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <The red, the, laughs> people don't use Red Box.
0: people. Okay. Well, well, we'll analyze that later. But but before we get John and and Emily here, John, your take on on that film.
2: I mean, I have to say that, that film was, I was thinking about it for a couple of days afterwards, the, the acting, the family. Uh, it was just a very unique story that I, I don't think I'd heard before or anything close to what, what well, it was. Well, and the
3: cinematography, you didn't even need the subtitles, really. The, the thriller part was just an add-on, but the whole theme of the haves and the have-nots and to watch the cinematography and everything shown in that film actually exists, he wasn't making sets up. The, the, that they were, that house exists. Well, yeah, that, that house, but That's also the flooded but the down 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 the lower down level below housing. Everybody else levels those the bottom
1: of the hill. Well, and just the term, you know, what does the title mean? Who you know, is a lot of people are misled because they think it's going to be about germs or whatever well, and, well in yeah. a way like downhill speaking. refers to the marriage relationship right. a parasite oh. refers to
4: something as well
0: yep. yeah only yeah. your impressions
4: um I love this film and actually I saw it uh I think we rented it off of Amazon yep. so that's another way for people to see it in case you haven't but uh you know it, it was really enjoyable and it didn't the, I, I wasn't hindered by the subtitles in any way, and I Mm-mm. think uh, the director well made that comment that once you get past that two-inch barrier, you know, it's it's just a film. You know, it's not it's not uh, it's not a foreign language film. It's just a film, and um, I really enjoyed it. But something I think is interesting and worth mentioning: um, they they give out swag bags at the Oscars. The swag bags cost. Something like twenty-five thousand dollars, and just that juxtaposition between the meaning of this film and class warfare, um, with you know this these swag bags <laughs> that included solid gold vape pens. Um, Seriously? I, yeah. yeah. Well, oh that God. was a, a shout out to Leo DiCaprio, I right hear. But um, <laughs> you know, to me, it seems like while this film really resonates with a lot of people, especially right now, and what we're hearing in our uh, political debates and things. Like like that you know the one percent versus the 99 percent um the oscars don't get it the academy does not get it yeah. Yeah. and well, we, can get we can get into, get into that uh, more get, as well
0: get into the levels of hypocrisy at the oscars but I, we may need another hour for that but uh <laughs> but uh, just to uh, just to uh, uh, give people a little bit of my impression of parasite it was it was interesting that uh I was struck by the idea that, about for the first half of the movie, the plot of this uh, could almost be one of those Depression era screwball comedies yeah. about, about the family of, of swindlers that one by one they take the place of the, Thank for, you. of the household staff.
3: I didn't know anything about the movie when I went to see it. Somebody called and said meet me at the theater in 20 <laughs> minutes. I said fine. Uh, I didn't uh-huh. know anything about it so I think I'm in a comedy. Yeah. Oh boy did yeah. I have a shock. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: it's like, uh, 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 Let's not give any spoilers beyond that but is the, the the idea of the the this charming family of swindlers one by one takes the place of the household staff of this of, of this great. of this uh, obscenely
4: uh, wealthy uh, family goable uh,
0: uh, yeah. Yeah. and amazingly wealthy family and in if this had been done in the 30s it would have been uh would have been that the, uh, the 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 swindlers help to kind of cure the neuroses of the rich people, and, and they learn how to actually do real jobs and, and, not, and not be cruts. But at, at, there's a midpoint where, the, where the, the swindler family is kind of sitting back enjoying their triumph, and at that point, it gets dark. Oh, uh, and, really uh, dark, and, uh, <laughs> uh, and it's, uh, it's it's sort of like a, somebody had looked at a Depression era comedy and said, "Well, this is interesting, but boy, I, I wish it would get really sick and twisted." Yeah,
4: let's take it to the next level. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or the two. stuff is hitting yes. the fan. <laughs> yeah,
0: but uh, but uh, yeah, throw it open. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of a lot of uh, interesting movies. Uh, uh, that were up for best pitcher and Parasite uh, uh, it was wonderful to see Bon Juhan he won the first award and thought he could get drunk for the rest of the night and then he said <laughs> no but and then he got kept
4: to, getting drunk uh, you, <laughs>
0: gotta, you, gotta, you gotta come back two more times uh, so uh, in terms of the, 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 the best pitcher contenders this year what uh, what'd you think? Barbara?
1: Oh please, don't start with me. I'm your Sundance <laughs> girl, not okay. your Oscar girl. We're gonna I'll, pass I'll that over to, to Libby. Right, I have Liliby. seen
0: all
3: of them. Huh? Good job. And, woo-hoo. So has got to be a ticket for that, right? Yeah, I wish <laughs> an award, you get um, a medal. So I have Drag to back? say, I, I I enjoyed The Irishman. A lot of that was because I grew up in Philadelphia at the time. Some of that was taking taking place, and it was all memories for me um i kind of think that should have been a mini-series i don't know that it deserved it to be. might have been more palatable that way <laughs> yeah i mean i did watch it over two nights which made it much easier um but it just felt like a mini-series well, you know, to me. Well, you know
0: the joke at the Oscars where they, did, they, said, they said the first season of The Irishman was a success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that exactly. Was
4: a, the movie was something like three and a half hours long. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was. Um, Once Upon a
3: Time in Hollywood um, seemed kind of strange to me when I kept thinking, this is a Quentin Tarantino film. And then at the end, I went, oh yeah, this is a Quentin Tarantino film. And um, it, it was okay. I, it didn't really float my boat. Uh, I thought that um, Leo DiCaprio did a good job. I don't know that Brad Pitt did that super a job i think that was more of a sentimental he,
4: you know thing. i think he won uh best supporting, supporting actor. actor for being mm-hmm. a really
0: good driver is that yeah right? yeah.
4: yeah
0: um yeah i know emily th- th- emily <laughs> thinks that there's a lot of driving in this movie there
3: is a, there lot, is lot, a lot of driving, driving in this movie. nice cars but
0: a lot but, of driving it's an l.a my is an l.a movie it's like the saying about a, a, a western there's a lot of horse riding in this movie
3: yes <laughs> yes horse riding cadillacs and Spiffy sports cars. Um, Little Women, psh, I did not like that film. Um, Marriage Story was good. Uh, and the Formula One fan in me and the movie goer loved Ford versus Ferrari, but I could not justify it against some of the others for best picture. My My three picks were Parasite 1917, oh, four picks, sorry, Joker and Jojo Rabbit. Um, And I'm glad Parasite won. I was afraid 1917 would win for the emotional thing. Because I keep looking for this rubric, being a teacher, retired teacher, I'm looking for a rubric of how you judge who's best picture, who's best actor, that kind of thing. There's nothing. There are the basic requirements that say it has to be in a theater for so long, and it has to be a theater in L.A. or New York, I think, whatever. But there is nothing that says these are the other categories we're looking at. How well did it check off these boxes? So these awards, all of them, are purely emotional whims in my books. And I just... I don't know how you go with
0: yeah. that but uh, I'll, I'll say something real quickly as uh yeah, so of, of, of the ones I did see didn't see marriage story uh yeah I was happy about Parasite winning I would have I could have could have uh, been happy if uh, Joker or Jojo Rabbit or uh or 1917 had won
3: yeah those and, were uh, my four yeah, that and, I would have uh,
0: been happy with and uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna take a little break here and we'll be back with uh Emily's memes about the, <laughs> uh, about the, uh, about the Oscars. <laughs> Different types who wear a date coat, pants with stripes, or cut a weight coat, perfect fits. Emily! <laughs> Dressed up like a million dollar true. We've got more fascinating stuff to talk about, but first, uh, from uh, from Emily, uh, I mean, were you uh, were you the most happy about Parasite, or would you uh, could you have lived with some of the other contenders mm.
4: winning? Well, Rick, let me just preface by saying um, I am the the resident young person in the room, so <laughs> oh, be nice, oh, be nice. Oh. Oh. I got a lot of, I got a lot of feelings, <laughs> but um, I was glad that Parasite won. I think. Everyone was surprised by that. And Barb, you said Katie Wang had called it, but this movie was different from all the other movies mm-hmm. in the category, in the Best Picture category, so I think a lot of people were surprised but by But yet it. it
1: still fit. I mean, sometimes there's one that's more song and dance, and right. you think, how can you judge that against these others? Yeah. But that one still see? fit. See?
4: Rubrics. <laughs> we need rules! Um, but I saw um, more than half of the Best Picture nominees. You don't get the chance, um, no. I, <laughs> I didn't see all of them. I didn't get the chance. But uh, they have become more accessible. You don't need to go to the theater to see these movies anymore. And that's why Rick hasn't seen some of them, because he doesn't have Netflix. So <laughs> he missed out on The Irishman and Marriage Story, what? which were released on oh. Netflix.
0: Okay, well, yeah, I didn't see Marriage. I actually went to a natural theater in Salt Lake oh. I saw The Irishman.
4: For so. a special wow. release of I Irishman. But sometimes yeah. the big screen just makes it, such a, it difference. Makes a difference. It makes a difference, right. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I had seen Parasite in a theater rather than on my couch. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, still have having- Maybe. You still have a chance. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll, I'll try that. It's but... very emotionally overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, um, I think what I want to talk about most is Joker because this was a huge disappointment to me. No. It was predictable at every single turn. And I know it's a comic book movie, but they appeared to want to make it more than a comic book movie. And all of those themes, those themes outside of, you know, superhero, uh, Gotham City, that kind of thing, they, they weren't strong enough. You know, Todd Phillips, the director, didn't, didn't lean into the class warfare as strongly as Bong Joon-ho did in Parasite. So that part of the movie wasn't strong for me, and, you know, Joaquin Phoenix got real thin and was really sad, but did he deserve... Best actor? Uh, I don't know. We've seen that before. Christian Bale has been really thin and really sad before too. So um, you know, I I have been I was disappointed by Joker. Um, but, I just uh, didn't you, think it was a you, good movie.
0: You didn't feel like it, it tapped into the the anger or the psychotic rage or the class division. Uh, uh, well,
4: I think that it Joaquin into Phoenix the mental illness he was experiencing. Eh, kind because of because kept circling. I just felt like he was. An angry man. So and there are lots of Angry Man movies. And I wasn't inspired in any way. And um, I don't know. I just came away from it thinking, well, this is like bad taxi driver, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I see. And I came away with the sense of
3: he never knew what his reality was. Because as a viewer, I wasn't sure I knew what the reality was. Sure. And that, that's the part I appreciated about the movie was that things kept twisting, and you'd think, okay, this is what's happening, and this is what's going to happen, and then suddenly, oh, wait, was that real, or... Was it Memorex? You know, yeah. I mean, it. It just.
4: I guess I wasn't oh, surprised. Surprised. I that. What's a Memorex? I guess I wasn't surprised. I wasn't surprised by anything that happened, and you know, compare that to Parasite, where uh, every turn I was like, "Oh my gosh, uh-huh. there's a," you know, no spoilers. No, so not. no, no I, uh, I would agree. You know what it's I mean? Not as good a movie as Parasite, but I thought that that
3: one aspect of it was. That had me thinking for a, quite a while sure. after the movie.
4: I was concerned it was going to win <laughs> over yeah. Parasite. Yeah. Um, oh, I thought but only 1917 yeah. one stood there. Well, let me make
0: a, make a prediction. The Joker was trying to do something really, you know, when at the time when Scorsese was saying that there's a division between uh, uh, his kind of movie and comic books, and these guys were actually trying to do a Bridge synthesis, Scorsese. Yes. A, synthesis yes. <laughs> a, a, a comic book origin movie with references to Taxi Driver, as you said, and and kind of comedy, you know, with with Robert De Niro as the talk show host. And if, if Joker, uh, you know, is considered a success, what are we going to see in the future? Let's uh, for I I, I propose that uh, two years from now we will see a, a, dra- a dramatic version of Crip Camp where it's uh, uh, in, the, in the last half of the movie, the Crip Campers team up to fight Pennywise the Clown. <laughs> <laughs> Crip Camp. You heard it i
4: yeah. <laughs> oh I'll support down you down on that. If you, yeah. if you
0: hear this in Maryland, uh, write a script. Uh, I, I won't, uh, I won't uh, uh, demand royalties. Go for it. Uh, <laughs>
4: So, yeah. Those, I, I don't know. I think um, and just kind of getting into the the my larger takeaways from the Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. I wasn't surprised by anything except Parasite. Um, you know, the, the let's call them the Hollywood elite. I don't really like that term, but, um, you know, they, they keep trying to be woke. Right. Like they had Janelle Monae perform. Uh, look at this. It's a black queer performer and we have her here and she's kicking off the oscars meanwhile there's only one black actor who's nominated for an award, Cynthia Erivo, was in Harriet. Um, so and her performance of that best song was so
1: powerful. Oh my gosh. And especially since I know that, and that's why I think, you know, I love Elton John. He's done a wonderful body of work. I really do think that was more of a lifetime award. I, Cynthia should that her performance of that song well, was so outstanding. And the song itself. The song itself. The yeah.
3: lyrics
4: were just I,
1: incredible. That was my, disappointment I think
4: well I just think Libby to your point there's no rubric for this except that there are a bunch of (laughs) old white men who are voting in the academy (laughs) awards and they like what they like they like war movies they like mm-hmm. martin scorsese films <laughs> yep they like uh, uh, joker kind of films not the uh, not the superhero aspect but you know the the lonely man who's struggling with mental illness or whatever it is uh, they like car movies <laughs> 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 Ford versus ferrari hey, hey don't um, the car movies <laughs> so oh and yeah, especially it, uh, especially they like nostalgic hollywood films like we saw with once upon on a time doubt, in hollywood yeah. Yeah. but, but they also when honor- are we going to see
0: but they also honored anything new. Well, but they also honored, as we could see from the montage of best actress nominees, they could they like women who talk about empowerment at least at, at some point. In the, as
4: long role. as they only and talk about, about it, it. and right. don't actually enforce it. <laughs> right. I mean, I don't know. I just right. think every single year we're going to see the exact same movies nominated for Academy Awards, the exact same people. I mean, both Al Pacino and Joe Pesci were nominated <laughs> I know. What was for that? The
0: Irishman. So Yeah, well that that split you could tell that split the vote. So Yeah, exactly. Be, uh,
4: so I think well, Scorsese um, for director. Yeah. I mean, what I'm wondering is school. how do the Academy Awards stay relevant. Do you have any any idea? I mean, are they going to change their tune on any of these issues? What do you think? And do they matter anymore? Do the Academy Awards even matter? I
1: don't yeah, think I think well, to the, the younger the, generation, the, the, they the, may not I mean, as yeah. much rating, as they the do rating, to Hollywood the Hollywood is generation. established. The ratings,
0: the ratings have hit an all-time low and uh, I don't know that it's, uh, I'm, it's not like the people tuning out. I'm not necessarily you know, uh, uh, maga, uh, uh, let's see, Black, uh, uh, Black Widow musical Killing Joker. Uh, sure, sure. Uh, but the uh,
4: best original song, yeah, no. best
0: original song. Uh, uh no, uh, lost the uh, this country
1: is just in a mess from our movies to our politics. <laughs> yeah.
3: What are we to do? Well, but I think when the awards first came out, Hollywood was in its S- spoken Hollywood, you know, talking movies were, were just in their beginnings. And so it was a way of bringing that to people. However, I will also say they weren't televised back in the day. There was no television. It was a private party
0: yeah.
3: My, held, I think, at the Biltmore mm-hmm. in L.A. Yeah.
0: Later on, I think it was on radio before it was on TV.
3: But, yeah. Uh, and, uh. and, you know, at this point, Hollywood has made its mark Some good, some parts of it bad, but. I, I don't know that we really need these awards. Right. Well, and when they stop getting the ratings
1: that television yeah. stations require, that's when they go back to being a private party.
0: Yeah, well, that's. Uh, I think uh, it's
3: all about the advertising
1: uh, now. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. I mean, I, like I mean, that's what that's why they kind of shoved uh, shoved it early on the schedule to, to try to uh, uh, so that wouldn't be so many other award shows before the Oscars. They're trying to get some get some interest there, but. Uh, do you know uh, the people tuning out. I, I'm I'm not sure that it's not necessarily because the people are Donald Trump fans and they don't like to hear all the political statements, but maybe just people in the middle that are just kind of tired of hearing hearing the lectures.
3: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm.
0: and exactly. I think uh, for, for me it was it was still fun to, to hear uh, Laura Dern, you know, the Hollywood child. Uh, uh, Calling out her parents and giving props to her parents, and even that long rambling thing from Joaquin Phoenix. Oh my was, gosh! Well, I, I still put up with that because the very ending, where he can barely stammer it out, but he 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 he, he uh, uh, pays tribute to his brother River, mm-hmm. who, yeah, who died died in his arms. But he arms. could have
3: done that, and it would have been much better. Yeah. my my favorite <laughs> line though was the between the stuff about
0: the the cows losing their calves. Yeah,
3: yeah, that that yeah. Um, Rebel Wilson and James Corden in those hated cat outfits.
0: Speaking of cats,
3: yeah. <laughs> one of them said, "No one more than us understands the importance of good special effects," <laughs> as they were awarding 1917 the Special Effects the yeah, Oscar. That, right. that, was, that, that was the high point of the, that, the show for me. That, but that if was it weren't highlight. for this, I wouldn't watch it. I always look the next day to see who won.
0: Yeah. Well, we're we're gonna uh, uh, go to some. Uh, Some semi capitalistic uh, announcements, and we'll be (laughs) right back. Uh, And uh, oh, we're we're, well, actually, are we? I think we got to wrap it up, right? We got to, we're done. Okay, well, (laughs) let me thank uh, if anybody's uh, still out there. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, we're let me thank our esteemed panel Barbara Bratz, Libby Wadman, John Burdick, uh, (coughs) the very young Emily Means.
4: (laughs) Young, and, yeah,
0: really and, and, you and, know, and, extremely. and 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 give uh uh and uh, uh soundbite number six. But let me thank uh uh our uh BC who is not only expertly running the board but is our our emotional support DJ. Yes. And, and, and we're gonna go marching out of here with this.